Greetings, everybody. This is Matthew Douglas Pinard. Once again, uh, my name is Matthew with two T's, Douglas with one S, and the last name P is in paper, I-N-A-R-D. You can find my books um, on MatthewDouglasPinard.com or MatthewPinardAuthor.com. Today, I would like to discuss a story, an incredible story, for, uh, that is covered in my first three books and that's the new wine series, the new wine volume one, the new wine volume two, entitled subtitled Peace Town, the new wine volume three, subtitled The Vale Rent. But I want to dedicate this particular podcast to the memory of a very amazing young man named Paxton Nathaniel Elkins, whose story I cover extensively in these books. But let me get to his story and to tell his story, I have to first tell my own. In particular, this began, this journey, at the day after Christmas in 2016. I left my home in West Michigan to travel to Chicago to do a rosary with a very, very sick um, woman that was the mother of a very good friend of mine. As I was going through the toll booth in Chicago to meet them, an incredible event happened. I was passing right through the toll booth. The, the sky cracked open. Uh, it was in the middle of December in Illinois when you'll never see the sun usually. And this incredible image apparition appeared directly above the sun. It is my contention, my belief that the woman that I photographed above the sun, which is on the book, a uh, cover of my third book, the veil rent, uh, is in fact Mother Mary, Saint Mary, the Virgin Mary. Now, what was fascinating was I was immediately led to a, a prophecy from 95 AD. That prophecy is called the Woman of the Apocalypse or the Woman Clothed with the Sun. It highlights chapter 12 from the book of Revelations and essentially the prophecy, again, from 95 AD, so many, many centuries ago, it states that this woman will give birth to a male child who is then threatened by a dragon identified as the devil or Satan who intends to devour the child as soon as he is born. When the child is taken to heaven, the woman flees on eagle's wings. And this leads to a war in heaven in which the angels cast out the red dragon. The dragon then attacks the woman, but the woman escapes on her wings. What happens next is the dragon then attacks her again with a flood of water from his mouth, which is subsequently swallowed by the earth. The dragon then further initiates war on the remnant of her seed, which my opinion will get to this is the human race. Also identified as the righteous followers of Christ or the Christians. The woman of the apocalypse is widely identified as the Virgin Mary and it's my contention that I actually photographed this event. And I do believe that Paxton from this story is the uh, child taken into heaven. And I will present evidence for why I believe that is. But let me get to Paxton's story. So shortly after this event, when I saw this apparition of Mary, which I will include photographs of all of these events in this podcast at the end. But I was calling on at that time in my life uh, for a job, calling on ophthalmic surgeons in the Michigan, Indiana area 
I entered an office shortly after this apparition of Mary occurred, and there was a small jar on the counter, the check-in counter there, and it said, please, prayers and donations for the Elkins family of Portage, Indiana. Their son, Paxton, had just been diagnosed what is called um, diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, which is a very fancy word for terminal brainstem cancer. Very fast-moving, very aggressive cancer. Only 3% of children live past the uh, six-month mark after being diagnosed with this aggressive cancer. But Paxton's story is unique to me um, for a number of reasons. Number one, I encountered him shortly after this apparition of Mary appeared. I do not believe that that was a coincidence. Number two, Paxton was a fraternal twin and a very, very, not just intelligent, but spiritually aware on on a level that's really hard to explain. But I want to explain it here because I think it's really important for all of us. And then subsequently, after we prayed with him for his terminal brain cancer, the events that occurred shortly after and that I've documented with photographs and that his his parents and even documented with an incredible photograph as well, I believe are extremely, if not paranormal, very um, heavenly, miraculous, um, incredible evidence of God and angels and uh, miraculous intervention. But we basic, basically, I um, when I encountered this tip jar, I left some money. I also um, went out and got a rosary and asked if I could send money in the rosary to the family. I ended up doing that. I ended up being put in touch touch with the family, with tremendous family, uh, Chris and Krista Elkins of Portage, Indiana. Elkins ha- uh, Paxton had a fraternal twin brother named Landon. And they were so gracious to, I had an, an intuition that we should do this for him to meet me at a Catholic church there in Valparaiso. I believe it was St. Paul's. In any event, we did do this. And, and over the course of his entire disease um, battle and his battle with this terminal cancer, we prayed with him multiple times, at least three separate times that I can recall, uh, at least three rosaries or at least an entire decade of a Catholic rosary each each of the time times that we prayed with him. And some incredible events from this. So number one, Paxton really didn't have much of a Catholic or Christian upbringing, a little bit, but very not even a cursory knowledge of, you know, the Trinity, who Mary is, who Christ is, who God is, who angels are, who heaven is. And in spite of this, after the first rosary, um, I remember asking him, Uh, do you want to say anything to Mary or Jesus? And he said, without hesitation, please tell them that I love them more than the numbers that never stop. And I almost fell over because, you know, this is a seven-year-old with terminal brain cancer, giving clear knowledge of not just who Mary and Jesus are, but the human emotion of love, as well as understanding mathematical infinity, which is a very difficult mathematical concept for even adults to understand and especially tying that in with a human emotion now what was absolutely incredible about this is i believe it was the after the second time we had done a rosary with paxton a number of incredible events happened number one a numerous sun what i will call sun dancing sun uh, changes in the sun um, 
they talk about the son dancing at Fatima or Fatima. And I saw that with my own eyes. His mother saw it with her own eyes. The son basically, uh, and I have photos of this, which I'll include, became much bigger and brighter than it had ever had been. I have a photo of a crown going across the sun, the sun actually turning into a heart. His mother actually has a photo of the sun dancing and shooting one ray that hit his little silver cross that I had given him during this battle. And it hit his face and created this kind of metallic um, image on his face. That was unbelievable. The other incredible thing that happened was right after I'd finished meeting with them and praying with them. And and just to back up a little bit, I had asked, um, you know, Mother Mary and, and God, you know, what? Give me some kind of sign that you want me to be doing this with this family. And what was incredible was... I had traveled to a Catholic church on the way to meet them. And on the way I stopped into a, what's called an adoration chapel and just randomly opened the Bible and said, please just give me some kind of sign um, that I'm supposed to be doing this. And what was incredible was number one, Paxton's literal name translates to peace town, which I don't think that that at all is a coincidence. And what's incredible too, was I, was given two passages when I did this from the book of Elijah, prophet Elijah. And the first passage said, first passage stated, but for you who fear my name, there will arise the son of justice with its healing rays. The second passage also extolled Elijah. And it said, by God's word, he shut up the heavens and three times brought down fire. Now, why this is significant, why I'm mentioning it is in the literal translation their last name, this family's last name was Elkins, which translated to Yahweh is God. Now, Elijah also translates to Yahweh is God. And I did not find that to be at all a coincidence. But what I want to talk about is one of the most incredible events that I've personally witnessed with my own eyes and that I will, I will uh, include photos that this did occur. The second time we prayed with young Paxton here, who I, again, I believe is the child from this prophecy, woman clothed with a son from 95 AD. What happened was I had an intuition to walk out on the edge of this pier, which is near my former home in Grand Haven, Michigan. As I walked out onto the edge of this thing, the sky was completely overcast, not any sun or blue or anything. And as I walked to the edge of it, this crack opened up in the clouds and the crack formed what looked like to me to be a diving white dove. And as that happened, I had an intuition to Google earthquake on my phone. Don't ask me why, but that very minute that that white crack looking like a diving dove appeared in the skies, a earthquake struck the Tropic of Cancer in Pakistan. And if you think about it, Pakistan phonetically sounds like Paxton. And obviously the Tropic of Cancer, child has brain cancer. I just did not find any of this to be a coincidence. It was like a clear, clear sign from heaven, from God, that this child was important. So as we continue to pray with him, a number of events continued to happen. Um, Many things with the sun that I'll include photos of. 
Um, sadly, I hate to say I, as much as I wanted to take Paxton's place, and I did pray for that. I asked if the disease could be transferred to my own brain because I thought, you know, this child really needs a chance here on this earth and is important and is special. Uh, Paxton lived much longer than anybody said that he should have lived. He lived 18, uh, 15 months and uh, much longer than the six months that he was given. And the, the remarkable thing too, I remember speaking with his mother, but the doctors literally said the few days before he passed that they could not understand by looking at his images and his x-rays and his CTs and MRIs that somebody with this kind of advanced disease could be running around still and even conscious. And that was the case. He, the day before he passed, he was conscious. His mother asked him if he was in any pain. He said no. And the next day uh, he did pass. And what was incredible, I'll include a photo of this as well, but I happened to be the morning he passed was working out on an elliptical at a local gym and had a cross um, myself around my neck. And I looked down and the cross had bent in half on its own. And it was quite incredible. And the other photos I'm going to include here at the end of this are the sunsets that appeared um, the day he passed, the day of his funeral, the year following uh, the anniversary of his passing, as well as uh, twin rainbows appeared um, very shortly, you know, a day or two before he passed away. And what was significant to me was one of the rainbows was short and uh, cut off. And to me, you know, he has a twin brother named Landon. You know, my opinion, it was God or heaven saying, look, we understand there's two of him and two young guys and one's life's being cut short. Uh, my personal opinion, just based on the way this child had perfect faith and then the interventions from heaven to try to be with him in the struggle is that we haven't heard the last of him. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know if he'll be back in some form, but I'll tell you a final story. Um, a few days after his service, his mother sent me a video and they had held this fundraiser at a local bar restaurant and in his honor and people were getting their hair shaved to in in solidarity with his disease and as this was happening his his mother took a video of this incredible light piercing through uh, again in the winter you know through the window at this restaurant bar and just going up the wall like as they were saying his name and um i just think that this is one of the most incredible stories i've ever seen when I think about Paxton, you know, all we did, all I did was we, he and I, we would on our one hand touch a statue of Jesus or Mary. The other hands, we would press together our palms and we would, I would teach him the Hail Marys and we would ask for the, the bump in his head to be gone, to be taken away. His parents had not told him, um, you know, the extent of his disease or what he really had. They just said, you have a bump in your head. And one of the times I did this with Paxton. Uh, I asked his mom if he was speaking to anybody like spirits in his room. And he said two things. It was really incredible. He said, uh, well, I, I have a bump and Jesus is going to take it out of my head. And then the other thing he said was, this was shortly before he passed, was a blonde man is coming in my room and telling me that I'm getting my own mansion in heaven. And one of the photos I'm going to include here 
in this podcast is incredible. It's from the day of his funeral, but you can see this folded set of angel wings in the sky as clouds, but it looks definitely like a folded pair of wings. And I just remember thinking myself that, you know, I'd been raised to believe in the archangels and I knew Gabriel was depicted in artistry as being blonde and something about that made me believe that, you know, Gabriel in the literal sense just came down and took him and, you know, so he wouldn't suffer anymore. But I do believe his spirit is in heaven and may come back in some form at some point in time. I really do. Um, my wife and I have since gotten a new puppy and we named him Gabriel because this is by far one of the most profound experiences I've ever been a part of. I love the Elkins family. I'm grateful that they allowed me to document this so openly and he will forever be in my memory. And I hope through these books that he lives on and inspires all of us that there is something past this life. And there is a kingdom that we're all headed for if we believe in it. So with that, um, what I want to do is just end this podcast and now show some of these photos that I'm talking about from these events. God bless. Peace. Be love. Believe.